We hope that you're enjoying listening to Kingdom Talk. Here is part two, the continuation of Fabi's story into how she came into this amazing country. Um, after you were arrested, um, what happened after that? How did you how did you get out? I ended up arrested um, three times. Wow. In the same trip? In, in the same one land, yeah. Wow, just trying to cross. Just trying to cross, and um, the police caught us, um, the immigra- immigration police caught us on the, the woods. Um, that was the first time. The second time, it was in the desert. And the third time, I was um, in the city, almost getting near to, what is it, Tucson? Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona, yeah. Um, people who are there are determined. <laughs> mm-hmm. They know what they want. Mm-hmm. And um, the system was different. Now, if you end up arrested, they send you back to your country so you make sure not end up in the border and trying to do it again. I hear a lot about this, that you end up arrested for like a year, two years. Mm-hmm. The, the system changed a lot. I'm talking about 2004. Mm-hmm. So it was less um, complicated for us. We end up arrested. We end up in jail that night and we were out the next day and the border. Now it's, it's a whole process. It, yes. Now it's different rules. How were you treated by the, uh, by the border agents? Did they at least treat you with some kind of respect? Uh, did any of them speak Spanish? Did, were you able to relate to any of them? No, we could. I couldn't understand any 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 word they were saying. Um, the jail is it's cold. It's really cold. Um, they don't feed you well, and um, they just just talk to you cold. They, I mean, it's not meant for a fourteen year old. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not ideal for anyone, right? No. So now let's move forward because there's a reason you took this trip and eventually you were reunited with your father. Is that right? Yes. And you still have a good relationship with your dad today? I do. I do. He's um, always, he's the one who speaks to my ear. That's good. (laughs) That's good. And now um, that you got to this country when you did and you reunited with your dad, do you believe the dream that he set before you when you were in Mexico about how what you could accomplish? Do you believe that dream to be true? I'm still until this point. Um, I'm 29. I'm still working on it. Um, it's been full of challenge, uh-huh. obstacles. Um, but I guess that's what it keeps me going. <laughs> that's awesome, and. And you're working now, right? Yeah, I'm working. And you have your daughter, and you you have a driver's license. I have I have a driver's license. I have a permanent work. Um, I have a license as a nurse assistant, which allows me to work. Um, eventually, I managed my way to college, to study some college. So, um, uh, because of that, she gets to experience another of life Hmm. that's awesome so you made it into this country and there's always this perception right that we come to this country to live off the system but it's not true for everyone 
you know, you came, you you studied something, you got a career, and you're only 29. You know, you're you're ahead of so many other people that I know that are in their 40s and their 50s that are still just struggling to to even find a place to live. And you're ahead and you're raising your daughter and you're giving her the best example because, you know, many people can say anything about they have the greatest mom in the world, but you can truly say that because you risked your life at 14 because you believed in a dream that was not just for you, but for your future. You believe that you can give your daughter something. So my question is, uh, your daughter, does she know anything about Mexico or does she has she uh, been raised here? Actually, she's been able to travel two times. Mm-hmm. She's been able to. She has um, met my family and learned the language. So, um, and we're grateful, you know, that she's able to travel without taking a month trip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 she loves she to be a Mexican and to be a American and and she's able to do more things that I was able because I'm in this position because um I came when I was 14 and I work basically I work myself <laughs> no that's that's great and you, your daughter now can have something more because our goal always as parents is to give our kids more than what we had you know our parents try to get us to a certain level and then now we want our kids to get to another you know level another pinnacle in life and their kids to get to another level so do you believe that being here you're setting your daughter up to have a better life than the one you had yeah of course because now she's been out of the country she now she wants to travel to paris that's what she say and she's only <laughs> seven wow that's awesome i want to go too <laughs> she's like mommy when i'm 15 i'm gonna go to paris i want to meet, meet london i want to do all those things and i'm like and i'm like i can't believe she's at this age dreaming about doing that when i was only dreaming to come to the usa and now you got even bigger dreams of course <laughs> So, um, Fabi, um, do you feel like the United States actually met those expectations that um, that you were, you know, told by your father? Or were they different? You know, we have a saying. Can I say it in Spanish? Absolutely. Eh, nosotros tenemos un dicho que dice, el que es perico, donde quiera es verde. <laughs> I love that. It's basically, um, you camouflage to wherever you are. So... And now that I realize it, it's not it's not about where you are. It's about who you are. Mm, yes. It's I'm... about who you are. Um, but for some reasons, people that are out of, when they see USA, they see this big empire where they can accomplish anything, where they have the money and everything. But at the end of the day, it's you who's going to put out the work. Mm. It's you who's going to take the decisions. What I want, because... People can get the same achievements in their country, in their countries. Um, it happened to me that I was so young. Yeah. <laughs> that I was yeah. so young. My dad uh, fulfilled my um, my wishes through his work, and I follow. But then now that I realize it, I could have done that anywhere in the world. <laughs> wow. That is powerful. 
That's awesome. Um, so do you feel like because of everything that you went through and what you just said, do you feel like you, would you actually take, um, would you actually make the same decision that um, you made traveling over here? Or you think you would have stayed in Mexico and try to accomplish the same thing because of everything that you did go through? You know, now that I, I became a mom and everything, um, I, I look back and I was like, I was naive. I was young and innocent. I don't know what I was getting myself into. But now that I think about it, I think you, when you grow up, you start putting yourself boundaries and barriers. And I'm like, I wouldn't done that. I wouldn't put myself in that situation again. Yeah. And I want to tell you something, you know, um, it's very interesting mm -hmm. because along with everything that you went through, now you're in this country, you're being, you're successful. You have a daughter, you're, you're growing this dream that you had. And that is such a blessing, you know, um, I, I can definitely appreciate it because, you know, um, a lot of people don't understand, you know, we're Puerto Rican and we can legally just travel back and forth and we take it for granted. You know, a lot of people do not everyone, but some people do. They take it for granted that, you know, if I want to visit grandma, I just get on a plane, you know, four hours. I'm in Puerto Rico. I want to come back when I feel like it. I travel four hours back and I'm here. People don't understand how much you, you suffer because you came alone, but there's so many families that have to leave their kids and their wives for so many years because I was having a conversation with a buddy of mine and he, they, we were talking about um, immigration and one of them said, well, I don't understand why they choose to be illegal. And I said, listen, that's, that's not a choice that they have. The expenses that it takes the amount of time that it takes to become legal. And on top of that, then you're trying to sustain your household. If you have kids, you're trying to feed your kids. You're trying to get a job. No one can hire you because you're illegal. So now you're under the table. You're making three bucks an hour to do a job no one wants to do. So you're trying to supply for a family. You're trying to survive. You're trying to not get caught and separated by the authorities by the immigration officials, right? Mm -hmm. and, but on top of that, now you got to save about $50,000 or so to try and become a legal citizen. So it's not so much that you want to be illegal. It's actually the cost and the suffering of coming into this country that way that you have to live with that burden. And now it was easier to become legal, to come here as a legal citizen. Do you think more people will go that way? Um, of course they would do that, but these countries are, it's made of laws. Yes. <laughs> it's made a law that you have to follow through. And the laws are there for a reason. Absolutely. And that's what I mean. If there was a legal way for it to be easier. So, in other words, if they were to change the laws so that it would be easier for people to become legal, do you think more people will come out and say, look, I'm illegal. I want to be legal. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. Um, there's, there, That would change a lot. But... Um, one of the things that um I learned um with their dreamers um is that you have to speak up. No one is gonna hear you if you don't speak up. I remember um we went to we went to DC, we went to knock on Obama's office, <laughs> um, we made interviews, we made rallies, I put a I even expo exposed my daughter up there, you know, and I was ashamed, of course, I was ashamed people pointing me but it's my life and I have to speak my truth. I put my daughter as an example, you know, listen, this is the future generation. If you, I don't get right, she doesn't get right. 
and the country is going to suffer because now she's one of your members. That's right. But what I learned is that people had to speak up. They have you have to put in the work. I know we blame it on the laws, but we in some way we gotta acknowledge that we have responsibilities too. Absolutely. And nothing is given by free. We have to earn it. I completely agree with you hundred percent. And ignorance ignorance will not take a shame, um guilty, pity doesn't help you. <laughs> and and unfortunately a lot of people stay on that um state of mind mm -hmm. which is not helpful so as well we need help emotionally um legally our community is um under attack and if we we don't acknowledge these problems we're gonna suffer and sometimes it's it's sad that it's our own selves that we don't know what is going on and we don't look for answers yeah a lot of times a lot of times you know that's the problem that we have We're so used to the status quo. We're so used to uh, just n living this life where it's like, okay, we know that we're going to be looked at a certain way. We know the stereotypes about us. So it's very hard for us to go against the grain and prove to people that we're not what you think about us. You know, we're, we're, we're humans. We're people. We, we love. We, we want to have kids. We just want to raise a family you know we want the same values that every other american has in this country and it doesn't change just because of the country we're from you know and i agree we need to speak up you know there's times where you know we don't speak up and we allow something to happen and then we make it seem like it's correct but we should it doesn't matter what race you are you should call it out for what it is and we should stand up for each other because at the end of the day, whether you know the language or you don't know the language or whether you're from one country or the other, that shouldn't matter. At the end of the day, we're all people and we should just respect each other, love each other because at the end of the day, that's what's going to build this country is love and respect towards each other. We build this country together. It's not going to be built with division. And I, I really hope that whoever listens to this today Um, can really grasp that and, and understand the value of just extending your arm and your hand to the person that needs it and understand that behind them, there's a powerful story that we haven't heard and everything they went through to just get to that moment, you know, and I just don't think that um, you guys get enough uh, love and respect because, you know, the quote unquote illegal status and you're still people. We're still people and we should still love and lift each other up and help each other because at the end of the day, we all just want to be a part of this dream, you know, this vision of what is America that, you know, you can raise a family and you can believe in God and you can work. And I think we all want to be a part of that. I have a question for you, um, Fabi. Um, being, you know, from the Mexican culture and traveling over here to America, is there something that you notice about the American culture that you think Americans don't see? Um, don't seem to notice themselves yeah um i mean some people are open-minded but most of them they are not and they they still looking at you different i mean i'm human we are human i have the same feelings i have the same um even sometimes values uh there's nothing different just for my color for my country even for my language Even, and even from um, my religion, uh -huh. we all humans, we all from the same creator. Um, if you, you pinch me, it's gonna hurt. They say, as you. 
my baby my skin is gonna turn i don't know purple and you're gonna go red that's the only difference but at the end of the day i'm gonna have the same pain and same feelings so a lot of americans live in that state of mind but um yeah i think um most of them they had to open their minds you know and i remember when when i got here and i was on my mexican culture but then i learned i started um i went to school with chinese people with indian people with colombians with puerto ricans and i realized oh my god we're all the same mm-hmm. absolutely we, yeah. and that make a huge difference for me that's when i start opening my eyes and see the world in a different place and that's when i start respect everybody and when i say everybody it's everybody <laughs> absolutely and um it's been a pleasure having you in this podcast because you know i really think it helps to us to open our eyes to the reality and we're gonna wrap it up before we do i want to share something that i believe is significant to what you've been saying the whole time we talked about faith and you just brought it up and we all believe in jesus and we believe that the lord is the way the truth and the life And no one comes to the Father if it's not through Jesus, you know. If it wasn't for our faith and and, and your faith in God, I I don't know if you would have been able to overcome everything that you went through. But I believe, really, it's faith that gets us every day to get up and say, you know what, today's going to be a better day than yesterday. Tomorrow's going to be a better day than today. There's a scripture here. It's in James 2, verses 14 through 26. And it says that faith without works is dead. You can have all the faith in the world. You had faith in your father's vision, the dream that you had. But if you didn't take that leap of faith and take that walk and take that trip, you never would have been able to fulfill into that faith. Um, Today, more than ever, I want to share this because it's important for us to understand that we all have dreams. We all want to conquer so many things. And it may not be to immigrate to another country, but it may be to finish a degree, it may be to raise a family, it may be to have a better career. We all have these dreams, you know, to be a better father, a better mother to our kids. And we have faith in God that God is going to give us the ability, right? And the wisdom, because we have kids, we all have kids. And we, we have faith that God will guide us in every step of the way, every decision that we make. But we got to understand one thing. Faith without works is dead. You can have all the faith in the world that God is going to do great things. But until you put your faith in action, until you get up and walk in that faith, you get up every day and you fight for your children. You get up every day to want to be a better parent. You get up every day and you fight for that promotion. You get up every day and you save your money to buy that dream house that you have. Until you can do those things, then faith without works is dead. So we need to walk in our faith. And we need to walk in righteousness, meaning morally right, and do everything that we can the right way, because then we will truly see the outcome that we've been praying for. Would you agree? Yeah, I do. It totally works for me. Um, I think what was one of the things that has sustained sustain me, it's my faith. And back then, I didn't know that until now that I realized it. It was God. It was God who puts those visions. It's God who puts those people. And at the end of the day, you are being taken care of him. You are being taken care of by him because you are one of his child. And through me, um, through my walk, 
my faith has increased because I see I see his hand, I see his vision, I see his care. So, um, Amen. You're seeing God in all aspects of your life. Yeah, of course. Sister Yvette, we're going to wrap it up. You have one last question? No, I think that's it. I think she did a great job explaining her journey. Yeah, it was very in-depth. And I want to thank you for being very honest with us. I know that it wasn't easy. But just know that your story motivates all of us. And that you are the American dream. You came here with nothing. And now you have everything in your hand. And you never lost your faith in any aspect of it. So I encourage everyone that listens to this to uh, move by faith, but move, do something. Amen. 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 Thank you for joining us, Fabi. It was a blessing to have you. Sister Yvette, thank you for (laughs) co-hosting. You're welcome. Thank you. And until the next episode, we want to thank you all here at Kingdom Talk. God bless you. God bless you.